season two, Juddy. Yeah. I'm oh, excited. What yeah. about you? I'm I'm pumped, man. Like this is <laughs> big season for us. Like it's yeah. like it's a full blown audio season, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got the one camera, and uh, you know, obviously some technical issues, but uh, anyway, season two. Season two is kicking yeah. off here strong we here. We got oh, yeah. Drew Elliott. Oh yeah. shit. We're forgetting something. We are. We have a new co-host. We do. Holy. How did we forget? We gotta go get him. (sighs) Folks. Taylor Stewart. Good to have you on again. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about yourself? Hey guys, I'm Taylor Stewart from Belfast, Prince Edward Island. Uh, Basically just here to bring a new perspective on the sport and industry and uh, create some lively discussions between these guys here and uh, just try and entertain you guys some more. Yeah, our first Islander on the water, boys. Yes, sir. Yeah, started with Justin and I with big dreams. Now they're getting bigger. Taylor, Taylor Stewart. Taylor sees the same dreams as what we have, so yeah. it made sense to bring him on, folks. So yeah. hopefully you enjoy him and his commentary and his, you know, opinion more than ours. Because sometimes <laughs> me and Grant will argue about stuff yeah. that we don't even know what we're arguing about. Sometimes the Grantisms get a little old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh. You know, now we got a Blue Jays fan here, not shying away from it on his first episode. Nah, I figured first episode in the pod, got to represent the represent the team, the roots. Yeah, you know? <laughs> been uh, right. been off to a little hot here. They're, the Blue Jays. They're a little hot, but uh, they're they've had a struggle these past couple games against yeah, uh, Houston, and, Houston and the Houston. Red Sox. Yeah. yeah, you know the offense has been. Kicking ass so far, to be honest. But I mean, you find a dry spell here and there, and the pitching can be. The pitching can be better for the Blue Jays right now. I think uh, Alec Noah is their probably best pitcher on the team right now. Oh, he's nasty. He is absolutely insane, disgusting, folks. Like, it's it's just lights out whenever he's playing. It's early in the season, but. But They haven't lost a game when he's played. Yeah, no, his last 12 starts, all wins. Yeah, Blue Jays have a deeper bullpen, and that's something. A lot of teams can't say it right now. Yeah, and that helps them out for sure. Whenever, like, say the pitchers or their starters can't go or are struggling, they can pull them out in third and still be fine. They can still yeah. hang in most games because of that offense, and their bullpen's pretty pretty damn good, I would have to say. Yeah, so later in the season, it'll definitely be interesting to see how all of them hang on, and especially stamina of the baseball season. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, sure. you got injuries so, and stuff you can never predict. I think oh, yeah. the slowest player on the like Blue Jays right now is probably Bo Bichette, but he just hit a uh, grand slam the other night, so yeah. Yeah, hopefully that will speed things up for him. It'd be nice to see Bo yeah. flows, get a few more of these going yeah. around the bases. Yeah. That's a big confidence boost, too. You know, you hit a big one like that, and Oh, for the whole sure. next like, week or two just comes easier for you. It, sh- it should, and that's what we're hoping to see. I don't like. I, I, I get uh, that there is so much firepower on this lineup that sometimes it just it doesn't work, and you, you don't really know. You got guys that you're intention that you're intentionally walking on the Blue Jays now, which you don't really see. You haven't seen that in the past like couple of years, like. Vlad gets intentionally walked a couple times. Like yeah. even Bo, when he's hot, he gets intentionally walked. Uh, screw, I'm forgetting. Springer and the Springer. Hernandez. Springer yeah. had a big one against the Sox there. That just yeah, turned the tide of that game. Yeah, he actually uh, lead off hitter tonight or yeah. today home run. Yeah, he hit yeah. a home run and while we're recording this. Yeah. Yeah. So 
crazy stuff there, folks. I, I don't know what else you can say about the Blue Jays right now other than we've expected them to have this kind of start to the season, well, I would say. You expected. At, to end off season one, you said that they were World Series. Way oh, too oh, early World oh, Series oh, prediction. Well, I think, there's, I think put them that's, they're right up in there. But the Yanks have surprised me. They're yeah. off to a fourteen and like I know, like right, but like yeah. they're off to a fourteen and six start, and yeah. so are the Mets. That's impressive. The Mets have the best record in baseball right now. So. I I think the Mets lead is a bit more impressive uh, oh, yeah. now. May through September, as I say <laughs> for the Mets fans, that's a tough time of the year. Yeah. I think you just hate orange and blue. I think just New yeah, York like, sports, orange and blue. That's where that's yeah, where it comes like from. He hates. <laughs> I don't like. He hates the Isles too. It's it's, I, it's not a hate thing. It's just uh, if you're a team that leans over and dies like a hundred and twenty year old <laughs> oak tree, maybe uh, maybe try a bit harder. That's my recommendation. But Mets have shut me up a little wow. bit. Well, that's it is just April. Give them a. It's New York still. Give yeah. him a chance to die a little yeah. bit here. Yeah. We're recording this on the last day of April. May's coming tomorrow, so probably, should be. They're probably going to shoot the bag and go, oh, and there yeah. for the month of May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some so. teams really have those April showers, and, uh, you know, Mets have May through September showers. Well, they no didn't add any big like names in the offseason, did they? I know they still no. have Lindor, but they well, lost Baez. But they did add uh, Max. Uh, oh, yeah, they got Scherzer. Yeah, like, yeah. so they got... He's they, injured though to start the season. No, he? no, no, he's not. It's Degrom who's injured oh, again. Yeah, yeah. He's he's catching an injury bug like on his career. It seems like, and then who who else is hot? And I I think of a team like St. Louis. Yeah. With the with the Cardinals, like St. Louis is looking like old two thousand six with Pujols coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. And like you got uh, Nolan. Uh, yeah, Arenado. Yeah, Arenado yeah. out there, and they're a hot team to start the season. I think and they're a yeah. dangerous team to watch out for. So yeah, shout out to my pops there, St. Louis, comeback season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, so, and my team, real quick, the Chicago Cubs winning twenty one nothing while we were on break yeah, against the we Pirates. Break. That's a football score right there. Oh, that is a football <laughs> what did I say about the Cubs, Johnny? What did I say about the Cubs? World Series. They're coming for it. <laughs> Folks, Grant is obviously delusional, and uh, we have to get him some help here because his Cubs aren't going anywhere, unfortunately. Oh, they're going further than the Mets, that's for sure. <laughs> we got that standout to the new, can't pitch, but that new Otani kind of guy there coming yeah, over. Yeah, Suzuki or something, I, I think, yeah. from Japan, I think. Yeah, the latest yeah. Japanese yeah. guy. Yeah. So that's... He's been really producing. He's the only guy that I think is the best player. He's probably the best player on the team. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Well, speaking of football. Show guy too. Yeah. Speaking of football scores, football draft, NFL draft. Yeah. Big news coming out of there for your Patriots, Justin. Yeah, basically they butchered it. Um, easiest way to say it. Bill Belichick should probably just, like, oh, man. I'm going to get into my feels, folks. This is what's going to happen. Bill Belichick, I feel like he's the greatest coach of all time, and we all understand this. I think you guys can both agree with me on this. Like, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. I'll leave my words here. Yes. Yes. He like, he, he is. The he way he can structure a team. Yeah, you can smile a bit more, but I mean, I'll give it to the guy. You get, you get that many rings, you gotta like, be up there. Like, the way he bought, brought Brady up and right. coached him through that. 
impressive. And it's and year, brought a team year around after him. year. Like, he, yeah. like it's just he builds a team. It's competitive each year. But other if, than his yeah. 2021 season with Cam Newton. I feel a butt coming for you here, Justin. But, <laughs> the big but, is I think that he should give up the GM role. Like, this this is a dumb pick, Bill. Like, really dumb. Like, why are you taking a guy that was ranked to be there in the third round, like 85th, 100th overall, 29th overall? Use it on a defensive player because there was so much defensive talent up there. You traded back from 21 to 29, which that, okay, that makes sense. Fair. You got two extra picks out of that. So what do you do with that? You draft a guard. You draft a guard. Now, he might turn out to be the Tom Brady of guards, but <laughs> the chances of that happening, like, and he wasn't even, like, he, there's highlights of him getting pushed around at the senior bowl. So the strangest part about this pick was it was Cole Strange. Now, I, I just I don't know what else to say about this because, and you guys can allude to this, they, it was a weird-ass pick, in my opinion. You know what? I'm for that pick. Not just because I want to see the Patriots fail, but because <laughs> I think that's actually a good pick. But you what? need to protect your quarterback, Justin. That's one of the biggest things okay, in but, football. Okay, here's that's the not thing. the here's hardest the thing. pick. Here's sure. the thing. We had Shaq Mason, right? Yeah. We had him pro ball guard, and you trade him to Tampa Bay because he has $8 million in the cap. Yeah. Now, this guy, Cole Strange, six-year senior. Now, the age on Shaq Mason was 28 years old or 29. When this guy's off his rookie deal, Cole Strange, he'll be 29 years old. So what was the point of signing this or drafting this guy? It makes no sense. Plus, we all know, and we talked about it last year, what the Patriots needed. They needed a big wideout. Yes, obviously. You need someone to throw to. But you leave that big of a gap... You need to fill it. And I think they filled it wisely. You pick a guard of that level, I, yeah, you're talking about a senior bowl, but senior bowl. But that's not That's not much. the problem. That's not the problem. My problem isn't the player. The problem is where he was selected. Yeah. Why the hell are you wasting the 29th overall pick on a guy that was going to be there in the third round right. for day two? It makes no sense. Take a talented wideout that we uh, everyone knew we needed. Because, I mean, Devontae Parker, like, we traded for the offseason. Kendrick Boyne's a good, solid receiver. Jacoby Myers, good, solid receiver. But we don't have a star receiver on the team. So we all know what the hell we needed. Yeah. But then Bill is just not doing it. Like, I don't know, like... I mean, in Bill we trust, I guess, because that's the (laughs) Patriot saying. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust. You know what? See, I'm for my team's pick with the quarterback coming out of Washington. He's a heck of a player. He plays more aggressive than the Honey Badger. And we needed defense. Obviously, a lot of Chiefs fans are going to come at me for saying that we needed defense more than a Tyreek Hill replacement. Uh, But that's what we need. Let's look at this. Defensive ball blacked. It lacked Mm -hmm. last season. And For sure. That's putting it mildly. You know, no, we, we had the offensive power. You're not and wrong. We got Clyde Edwards Alaire in the backfield. So 
really, we don't have to worry about a run game. We do have to worry about passing. Yeah, but you still have to re-sign Matthews, right? Well, Matthews is not coming he's back. Coming. No. He's, he's not coming back. That's why I think that's why I think agency. that's yeah. what the point of drafting a safety yeah. or quarterback was. We needed a Tyron Matthew-esque quarterback yeah. who, and I saw him blitz, yeah. kind of well, off he's the a edge. Safety. Like, yeah, he's safety blitz, and he's really he's one of the best. He's like such yeah. his his instincts on the field are like no other. Yeah. So so Kansas City rent is still due. It's just coming from Washington. Alumni instead of LSU. Now, yeah. during the draft, there was a big swing, and a lot of teams took wide receivers. Yeah. Um, and a Out lot of big defensive couple, draft class. And, yeah, but offensive power came out. It what I think, and they mentioned this all weekend, was the fact you got these guys coming off their rookie deals, like AJ Brown got traded, yep. Hollywood Brown got traded. Yeah. These guys are making big money now, so instead of paying these guys because they can't afford them, I feel like they traded for first rounder, so then they can go get an actual new young wide receiver that yeah. hopefully will do what AJ yeah. Brown or Hollywood Brown was doing right now. Through the rankings, yeah. Well, you know, go ahead. Oh well, that's you mentioned Philly there with AJ Brown, that yeah. big deal. It feels like they're stacking up an offense for a team that doesn't yet have a proven quarterback. Well, yeah, and yeah. It, I feel like and you mentioned this, and this is an interesting topic because Jalen Hurts, this is it, this yeah. is it. Like you either, and they they got two first rounders for next year, so they're already preparing for him to fail. In my yes. opinion, well, they, was they unnoticeable know. in the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. like, and there are going to be more interesting. Quarterbacks come, especially with this COVID. Yeah, and Bryce Young comes next year from Alabama. Like, there's big names coming next year in the quarterback room. So it's all on Jalen Hurts this year. If he fails, he's done. Like, it's this is we're putting all the uh, what's the all the dice, all the chips chips in the middle right now. Yeah, and it's all on Jalen Hurts to perform. And if he fails. Well, this has been a season like no other, or I mean an off-season like no other in the NFL. You have so okay. many trades. The QB market is insane. You got Cleveland. You, you have either very excited fan bases or very disappointed yeah. like Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like Denver. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Denver, yeah. 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 Picking up some big ones there. <laughs> but Green Bay, just for a second here, one of the dumbest moves in this whole draft. You can complain about your Patriots all you want. You can complain about Denver. I can complain about my Chiefs. But... Think the Lord above were not Packer fans because they did not pick up a wide receiver. That's what they not did. in the That's, first round. Well, they did yeah. in the second day, but yeah. they the didn't day trade wide. up for a wide receiver. Well, they had two first rounders, and they yeah. decided defense was the option on both. Both, yeah. yeah. And Rodgers came public saying yeah. that he asked, like he wanted one of the wide receivers. Exactly, yeah. and, and they could have even traded up. And I don't know if you guys saw this today, but. Rodgers has publicly, or actually, was under the in, or impression when he signed his big deal with the Packers that they'd that, be bringing on. No, yeah. that Devonte Adams would be staying with the team. He would not yeah, leave. That's right. That's right. So yeah. he was under the impression that he was going to have his number one receiver again. So not only did he lose probably the best receiver in football, yeah. He didn't even get one in replace. He's gonna be throwing to Randall Cobb again, like thirty-eight-year-old Randall Cobb. He's not like Randall Cobb. Like, I understand Aaron Rodgers can take average players and make them look good, 
but I don't think you can do anything with this wide receiver. They downgraded too much this offseason. After, I mean, you spend the bucket on Rodgers. I mean, you keep him there. You have to keep him happy <laughs> or else the saga continues. Pretty looking like a retirement home. But it's not even <laughs> like that. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but last year Green Bay's defense was top 10 in the league in every stat. Yeah. So you take a top 10 defense and you decide – yeah, the defense is lacking. We need we need two first rounders for the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Why? We gotta look too, even with Devontae Adams, what the playoff game they lost was thirteen ten to San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. No right. offense at all, even with the team even with Devontae. Yeah. And yeah. coming from San Francisco, they're pretty offensively talented too. That that game wasn't a good game. No, it was in the snow and everything, so yeah. it wasn't Lambeau. But you'd I'm, expect same not same. <laughs> You'd expect Green Bay Packers to throw a little something extra in there against San Fran. Well, yeah. Well, especially they didn't even score an offensive that. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was defense recovery, wasn't it? In the end zone and then a field goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Jimmy they're coming Gigan. off of a bad offensive season and it's going to be even worse this year. So, I mean, we spent quite a bit of time here and it's, it's all factual. Yeah. Like, we I played don't into the NFL's little yeah. rule of yeah. <laughs> taking away from focus on baseball and hockey. But, like, <laughs> we want we to focus this on because it's big news, folks. Like, it's it's impacting teams' future for this season. Now, next three years, I'd say, are yeah. impacted by this draft. Now, looking forward into an actual season, we have the NBA, and the first round just wrapped up. Now, any surprises to both of you in that first round? Refereeing, not even teams, just refereeing. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it was just awful. You watch any of the Raptors games in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Even the crowd was starting to boo the officials at one point, and it was in Philadelphia when they were getting, I think it was the first two games I saw, yeah. free throws, Philly had 68, Toronto had 34. Yeah. Yeah, that's almost double. You don't, like, there's no way in any NBA game you get that many free throws. In, yeah. Unless you play the 78 Pistons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just Embiid, too. You look at there was a play, Van Vliet, literally a guy maybe a foot smaller than Embiid. Yeah. yeah. And Van Vliet touches them like this, and beats on the ground, diving. Like they're the they're die like in that first round series, they were diving all over the place. And like yeah. Toronto was just like, I saw a couple of players like, you have to be kidding me! Like you're really this petty? Like I I feel like the NBA is like it kind of embarrassing. Oh yeah, no, it's like, honestly getting it's, up there with soccer now for diving. With soccer yeah. in terms of diving, soccer's a great game to watch. I'm not disarguing anything about soccer, but. Soccer fans can admit this. Like, there is diving in soccer. We all know this. Yep. And it feels like the NBA is going down that route. Like, yeah, it's turning into a pretty soft league. Yeah, it's not and like it used to be. Like, throwing some big boys in there. Yeah. Like, Shaq couldn't play in this league, no. and he said it too. He, well, he'd get he'd foul out in the first five minutes. Yeah. So it it wouldn't matter. Like, I I just think this league is just. Way too soft. Now, in terms of first-round matchups, I think that the Memphis Grizzlies... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You were saying Toronto all the way before this first round. <laughs> Are you really going to call me out on this right now? Okay. I, I, right. I 100% am because right. I was right. No, you weren't. I was. You were right. Philly offense. You were right with the... Philly offense. You were right with the referees. <laughs> The referees, like, helped the Philly offense. No, no, I'll be honest, folks. I'll take a knee here. The Philly offense argument was very weak because 
in every sport, whoever scores the most points <laughs> wins the game. We were talking about this at the Cavs. It was a very easy argument to take, but nonetheless, outright. Well, you got to say, though, though, too, like the Philly offense wasn't there the entire time. What was it, game four in Toronto? It was there, there no, first two game, games for sure. Game five in Toronto. Or no, game five in it Philadelphia. Philly, Sorry. Like it, it was there the first two games for sure. Oh, yeah. Early. Well, yeah, but, you know, I think that losing Scotty Barnes. Game one. Yeah. That no Freddie in the no last two. No Freddie. Yeah. They lost... Who else? Yeah, Trent Jr. was battling injuries. Like, I think that... But here, here's the deal. Toronto defense. Okay, here's apart, the deal, Grant. Which led way here's, for the Philly Here's the deal, Grant. You want to know something? You want to know something? Let's hear The Toronto Raptors won more games than your Chicago Bulls. Okay. Low blow. Low it's blow. not a low blow. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That was kind of expected. I'll the be honest. Ra- I, just, I was just hopeful. The Raptors don't have a star player. Like Siakam. Yeah. Well, Siakam's like their version of a star player, but he's not an NBA star player, I don't think. No, he's not, he's not when you think, like who you think of yeah. when you think, like, hey, there's LeBron up there, there's Curry up there. You're not putting Siakam anywhere near the top there. But, but you got DeRozan on the Bulls. Okay. But who just had an MVP type regular season and he only wins one game in the playoffs? What did I tell you? You said it yourself though. Ball was out. You know, that's a big loss there for the Bulls. How good is he when he's in anyway? <laughs> really, though? <laughs> I'm regretting having you on. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It, like, it was a great, it was an impressive regular season for the Bulls compared to what was expected. For sure. From where they've been the last few seasons, yeah. 100%. They can build on this now. Yeah, I was excited about it, and it you got, fell there. Yeah, yeah, you got torn right down to the bare bones of yeah. a construction job. Like, you know, it's just... Bulls are not good. And I'm sorry. Caruso but, going out there, that's tough for well, us. You're, you're in the look-ahead boat right now. You're looking yeah. into a bright future. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, so are the Raptors. I think Raptors have a better future. And this offseason is a lot to tell, yeah. I think the Raptors have a better future than the Bulls. I think the Raptors, you went 48-34 and 34 with that team. You put a star on that team. You're at least winning 55 games. Well, it's the same you're just rubbing them, said. Yeah. Yeah, you're just reminiscent of the Kawhi Leonard days. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, guess what? We have a Kawhi Leonard in the making, and yes, I said it. We have a Kawhi Leonard in the making, and that is Scotty Barnes, the NBA Rookie of the Year. And let me tell you, that kid, he is amazing. And it's not even just the fact that he's good at basketball. As we've seen, Ben Simmons. Just said, screw the team. I'm just gonna take a mental break, and we're gonna not play a game. And yeah, we're down three up. This Scotty Barnes kid, hobbling on one leg, injured, down three zero in game four. Says no way, I'm not playing, and plays game four, game five, and game yeah. six. Now that's just incredible from a rookie. And that just adds to your not to take away from Ben Simmons. We don't know. It. Exactly what he was going through, but that just adds to your NBA being something. Ben Simmons should just be ruined. Like he he should never play again. Well, you got no one backing him. Not even like the coach and staff. Yeah, like Brooklyn's happy with him. We're done with him. Like I'm sorry, like we're a little bit off topic now with Ben Simmons, but I think everyone watching this can agree Ben Simmons is done. Like I don't think Ben Simmons comes back. I like. He's got something left in him, I'd say. How do you go and 
you don't play a game from a team, you refuse to play for them, you refuse to even practice with them, but yet you want $20 million from the team? Is that is that reasonable? No, it isn't. But... It, like, there's no... It's just... It feels like it's selfish out of... He got petty is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, the coaching staff didn't back him. They kind of drug his name to the mud a little bit. And he got all sad and was like, well, if you're not going to appreciate me, I'm not going to play for you. And, like, learn to shoot a friggin' shot, Ben. This is all it is. You can't shoot. Anyway, that's enough Ben Sims for the day. Going into the second round. Going to be quite interesting, some of these matches. (laughs) Who do you have? One word. 76ers. (laughs) Okay, but... There's, there's a hyphen there. I think it counts as one. There's three yeah, other yeah. teams there, Grant, that need to make the conference finals. Oh, well, Warriors are going. That's an easy one, obviously. Boston, they're on. A little heat. <laughs> <laughs> Those are at least my three easy picks. And You know, you think the Suns or you got the Mavs? Look at Doncic pulling it up. That's definitely a tough one. Mavs, I'd say that's my pick for sure. Good team. They've had a pretty good playoff run so far. Impressive well, I mean, this season. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen. They won. Winning their playoff series was the first playoff series won since 2011 when Dirk Nowitzki yeah. won them the uh, chip. So. Yeah, something in the water in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's future's bright there. Uh, that's for sure. Now, Taylor, yourself, like, who do you have going to the conference finals? So we're talking, we're not talking NBA finals here. We're talking who's going to advance each round. Conference finals, who's going to make Looking it Looking way ahead here. <laughs> No, I'm going Suns for sure. Uh, I just think CP3, uh, Devin Booker. He had the best shooting career night of his life. Well, that's yeah. And history, big guy so. DeAndre Ayton too. I can't. I can't see. It's a the Mavs are a Doncic alone team. I can't see the Mavs coming against the Suns. And going back though, CP3, he's obviously had some tough with some tough days with some yeah. refereeing there too. Well, yeah, Scott Foster. That's the biggest one. He's over twelve or over yeah. thirteen <laughs> yeah. in his career when he's more effing him in the playoffs. But. Uh, for yourself, like just, I want you to finish up there, and then I got something to say about CP3 as well. Uh, yeah. So no, yeah, the Suns obviously. I think they made the NBA Finals last year. I think yeah. they're going right back again. Uh, I'd have to say I don't think the Grizzlies are getting the Warriors. No, I, think, I love I think the Warriors. Got that one too. Love Morant, but I mean it's Steph, it's Clay. I mean they're running it back. Uh, that seems stacked. Yeah, for the East, I'm going. I like Larry, I like Butler with the Heat. If they can stay out of each other's way, I think the Heat are going fair. And then, yeah, as much as Boston's been like impressing me this year, you're not stopping Giannis. It's Bucks going there. See, now, I, I, got, I got three of the four same teams as you. I got the Heat. I got the Celtics. Because the Celtics are the most dangerous team in the NBA right I'm sorry to say it, but they are. Jason Tatum, he is earning his spot as a top five NBA player as we speak right now. But the green freak. I it, it like Jalen Brown's a lot better than any second player on the Bucks. And yeah. they don't have Chris Middleton for this next round. He's yeah. out. So yeah. Celtics think, have a bench, and that's on the Bucks can't Yeah, say. and yeah. they have the defensive player of the year and Marcus Smart too. I think in the West, though, you got, like you said, the Warriors. Jordan Poole, I don't know how he doesn't get a nomination for most improved this year. But you got Jordan Poole, 
Draymond, Steph, Clay, Andrew Wiggins. This this team's deep. Like I don't think people realize how deep this team is. And Steph's only playing bench minutes right now, returning from his injury. So like when he yeah. gets back to like full form, I think they're the best team in the NBA, maybe. But I I have the Suns and winning over the Mavs, but. Unlike you, I don't think they're making the NBA Finals. No. And the reason being is Chris Paul. Chris Paul is amazing. But the man is how old now? Like 37? At least same age as Curry. 38? Right? No, he's... Curry's 36, isn't he? No, Curry's 34. So, like, CP3... CP3, like, 37, 38. And he's been in a lot of playoffs. He played so many games. I don't know if you guys saw the other night game five against the Pelicans. At halftime, he is huffing and weaving because he's out of gas. He's like played the whole first half and he's out of gas. And this is game five in round one. So, like, CP3, unbelievable. He's point God. Like, it's just, I don't know if he's going to make it. Like, if he's going to have enough energy in the tank to get her done like the west certainly isn't a young man's game right now that's all you got yeah. veterans on both sides of that bracket yeah and it's late in the season justin everyone's gonna be tired but you're talking about at least four years difference in steph and you got Mavs, Luka Doncic, who he'll be guarding most likely, if not Devin Booker, but like if whenever CP3 is matched up against him, that's a 23, 24-year-old versus a 38-year-old in the playoffs. Yeah. But like you just mentioned there, you got Booker and you got Aiden, so you're looking at CP3, yeah, he's old, but nowadays they're not leaning on him as much for his scoring touch as what he's racking up double-digit assists pretty much every game. He's yeah. setting up Book, he's setting up Aiden, they're big guys. And there, those are the yeah, young guns. That's yeah. true. So, it'll be interesting to see, folks. Now, the last topic we have to discuss before we send you to Drew and Oscar in our first episode of Season 2 yeah. is <laughs> the NHL. Yeah. And let me tell you, this is going to be a dicey one, folks, because Leaf fans, you might want to look away because <laughs> you're going to be out in the hey, first round. Hey, 60 goals for Matthews. He reached it. Come on now. You said 65. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... Yeah. Us at the Waterboys, we predicted he would get it. And uh, he did. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to get 60, but... Her so trophy candidate. I don't, I don't care about that. Congratulations. What, what you think... Yeah. Congratulations for getting 60. Guess what? Went around. You, you think they're going to get rolled by Tampa here? I think they're going to lose in five or six. See, I'm, I'm saying it. You think they're winning the round? They're winning the round. Leafs are winning this round. It's going to be a goaltending series. I mean, who's better goaltending? Well, that's what I mean. No matter, both offenses can go off, but you're looking, it's going to matter if Jack Campbell can be as hot as he was at the start of the season or at the end of the season, and then it's going to matter if Vasilevsky is going to be the same guy who won the Smythe last year. Well, that's what I'm thinking. This guy, Vasilevsky, Turns it up in the playoffs the past two years at least. Every year it's tough to play them. But they're the two-time defending cup champions. They're going for a three-peat. Stammer just hit 100 points. And he's literally scored three points in his last six games at least. Like like three points in each game. Yeah. 
So this this team, and they they played the salary cap again this year. So Kucherov's like, playing before playoffs. Yeah, this they're time. first time. Yeah, but they yeah. Have a couple <laughs> Tampa's players, not but, playing their usual way. <laughs> but when you think about this, like, how does Toronto match up with them? We just said it's their offense, Justin. They're firing. And they've been firing as of late. Who has a better defense? Uh, yeah, defense I, is pretty even. I think, I the think Leafs Tampa have been Bay. gotten much better in that category, but you also got to look, like you said, with the offense is firing. Yeah. Last year in the playoffs, first round against Montreal, Matthews and Mariner combined for one goal in that series. Yeah, yeah so if they like, they got to stay hot. Like Matthews can't just stop. He's got to. It's going to depend if those guys keep scoring or not. It really is. Yeah, no, I'd say they can. I'd say that frustration from the last, what, I don't know, 60-some-odd years now, <laughs> that builds. And just in Matthew's career alone, seeing uh, Boston let take Let him go to 70 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Let him yeah. go to 70 years. It They're not winning this round. They're not winning. They're not. I, I, I don't think they are because Tampa Bay is just, I think, head and heels a better team. Because, yes, you have the offense of the Maple Leafs. But do you have the playoff experience that Tampa Bay has had for the past two years? No, and obviously not. But I think that experience speaks towards another thing. No team has gone three times back-to-back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Pat Maroon was the only player to do it. Not in a while. That's a player, not a team. Yeah, he he went... St. Louis, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Not in the modern era, anyway. You we'll seen nothing check the sabermetrics on this one. The latest, the latest back-to-back was Pittsburgh, and yeah. that's that's the most you've ever, I think, ever won. Well, didn't the Mike Bossy Islanders, didn't they have, like, four straight cups? Yeah, well, that, well, that, that was the 80s. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. that's way back so when. They were playing with different twins. We, we, yeah. haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen a three-peat in so long. In the modern era. And yeah. I, I think if, I, if I a team Tampa was going to do it, it was gonna be, I think it's going to be Tampa. I don't think so. I don't think so. Look, I, I think it's I have a Leafs fr- friend at home and showed up to Kobe, manager's way. Yes, you just got mentioned on the podcast. Now, Congratulations. <laughs> but he's always been asking for it. So I, he, he even said who he wanted to play first round, and it was Boston. Because yeah, they could have steamed. That's over, a redemption thing. Though. But they could no. It was because also Boston. Yeah, yeah. Boston's so Obviously. much easier this year. And he was. He said, if they play Tampa, I don't know they win. As a Leafs fan, a diehard Leafs fan doesn't okay. know if they win or not. No, Boston was guaranteed to be the. Not, you can't say easier matchup when it comes to the NHL. But the it matchup that doesn't make yeah. you want to... Like, It'd be a bit of vindication for yeah. Toronto, obviously, too. After for sure. losing, what, how many times to him in the first round? I don't know. At least two. two like game last. seven, they yeah. two. Yeah. They've blown so many leads against Boston. It was Boston. like, what, a 5-2 lead that one time? No, it was 4-1 four, one, four, one, one. in yeah. the third period. Yeah. Ten minutes left or something like that. They OT, 5 Yeah, <laughs> they blew it. Hey, if you're going to diss your own team, we're going to diss you. <laughs> so... I don't know. I, I think Tampa's got that series. Now, moving on to other series, I do think... Uh, Mix Nash, all the wild and blues for me. That's going to be... That's your, that's your going to be like your... Da-da-da. Yeah. Oh, your, yeah. your one and only, like, you know... Oh, that's what I'm watching for sure. Yeah. yeah. Selling tickets. Like that's Coming off the winter class. Two offensively, very skilled teams, and defensively, too. Goaltending throughout the whole league has been an issue. Uh, for these two teams, not so much, though, I'd say. 
And they're two really strong teams. You traded for Flurry too. Well, both yeah, teams, you're wondering who they're going to be playing because you got Flurry and Talbot, and then you got Huso and Bennington on the other yeah. end. And neither one of those teams picked like a solidified starter. Those are two guys they could go they back and forth tandems. each game if they wanted to with goaltending. Yeah, yeah, it's tandems there. Like it's yeah. it's all day tandems. And I think that, in my personal opinion, I think the Wild are built for this, and I think that they're going to win this series. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on this, but I think that they're just the overall better team, and I think that they're going to make a deep run, and we're going to enjoy watching This them. isn't 2003 anymore, and Blues are actually a decent hockey team. I love you, Dad, but you went through a hard time there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd certainly like to see Minnesota commit on top here, though. I think I think that's a hockey town, and just the kids that go wild for a, a wild win. Yeah, yeah it, it's sure. been a while for them, too. Oh, big time. And a I, good contentious year. I think and we're talking about teams that can contend with Colorado, because that's who I think everyone's looking at. I think, I think that's Minnesota and uh, Calgary are the two teams. So, yeah. moving into Colorado. Yeah, we've been saying Colorado since January. And they get matched up against the Nashville Predators, who probably have the, well, actually, when you think about it, the top two Norse contenders are in this series. McCarran yes. yep. So, like, when you, when you think about it, I think it doesn't matter, in my opinion. I think Colorado wins this in five at the most. Oh, they're steamrolling him, but you like you said at the most, yeah. The at the most, I think. I don't think we'll spend too much time debating on this one. Uh, Colorado, man, that offense with McKinnon alone. Oh yeah, well you remember Daryl Sutter gave an interview and he was like, "Whoever plays Colorado in the first round, it's a waste of seven like seven days. It's like, just yeah. a waste of a first round." And the yeah. younger taste brother, he's been firing off as of late. It's, His uh, plus uh, minus has skyrocketed yeah, in the last month. I don't think he's younger Taves' brother, but you know, it's Devin Taves. As you said earlier, Isn't though. The older Taves' brother? What? No. Is Devin no. older than John? No. I they're they're not related. They're, they're related. They're related, but I don't think they're brothers. Uh, okay, yeah. I don't <laughs> think that they're brothers, but they might be. I might be completely wrong on this one, but. We'll figure it out. Yeah. This is for post. But yes, but they, no, but you're the right. The Taze family. You're right about right. him plus yeah. minus. Like, the last one. almost a point per game. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you know who they got him from? The New York Islanders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, Taze is smart there. Jump and chip. <laughs> I want to like loop back something you said earlier, though, with the goaltending. That's the only weakness I see in Colorado. Darcy Kemper. You think Darcy's weak? I'm not... Weak per se, but I just don't well, think he's also, your guy. Also, we're not. We just completely blew over this. We completely forgot. Nashville just lost their starter. He's done. Yeah. Like Saros is done. Like he is not playing in this series. Yes. So when it comes to weakness, it's David. It's not Colorado. It's big, big save, Dave. Well, that's I'm looking long run. Kemper, Kemper's obviously stand top with the Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fair point. Yeah, he's not even thinking about first round. It's a blow-by. <laughs> well, that's like, like I said, it's a waste of a series. So, and then the last series I think we want to highlight here is uh, the New York Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. Now this, all the way on that one. Really? I think, I think Peng- Penguins, if, if, a team, if a team is a dark horse in these playoffs, I think it's... 
Pittsburgh Penguins and they're going to go with the Cops. Are you thinking Rangers? I'm thinking Rangers all the way. I like Igor Shosturkin. You got the best goalie in the league, I think, right there. Even better than Vasilevsky this season. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, you, talk, you can't argue with No, uh, 935 save percentage. Like, come on. He's And then their offense, too. You got Chris Kreider blow out here. Like, break, what, he's up over 50 50, goals now? 51 or 52. Yeah, and then you got Sabinajad. Then you just, I think... Aaron, Breadman, like... I think they're on the come-up, and I think Pittsburgh's just trying to cling on to the past right now. Hot take here, though. Pittsburgh with Crosby, and obviously Washington with Ovechkin. Two of the greatest of all times, and one of the, two of the most clutch players. Crosby's better than Ovechkin. Oh, 100%. Players. But so that's why Pittsburgh's thinking. You're mentioning about Crosby, and this is something that Taylor's not realizing. Crosby has had one of the most underrated, dangerous seasons of his career that no one's talking about. This man missed like 15 games to injury and he still ended up with 85 points. Uh, when does he not miss a season with injuries though? I'm not a big Crosby guy. But, but like yeah. 85 points in an injury season, like he's never, he's never like below point per season, like point per game for a season. No, I'll give it. He can score. I just, I'm not, like I've never been and a fan of this Malkin, game. And you got Malkin, you got Russ, you got um, Jake Gensel, you got uh, Richard Raquel who they traded for, who's been a great addition. Uh, it really just comes down to uh, Jerry, I think. And yeah. I think that this team is honestly the most underrated team that everyone's not thinking about. I think Pittsburgh coming into this series, like they finished second in the Metro. They finished. Oh, um, did, did they I they think. Know? I thought. Yeah. I, maybe they didn't. I think maybe they finished second. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. They finished tightly. Oh, well, that's they're in the 2-3 series. Yeah, yeah, they're in the 2-3 series against uh, maybe New York has home. We can double-check that. But other than that, I think that people weren't expecting to be Pittsburgh to be as good as what they were this year. Well, this this definitely isn't a write-off series. You look at it by the numbers, and like you said, you can't... You take Sid the kid. Well, Sid the not-so-kid anymore. Mm-hmm. And you can't... You can never write off the Pittsburgh team with Malkin and all those guys. And I Malkin's just think back. you go to seven games... The Rangers, they just got the energy. I think they're going to run them out. Yeah, yeah we well, got two busts on that team, so don't even worry about it. You got, <laughs> got Capo Caco, second overall, and he's a bust. Um, and then you got uh, Lafreniere, and you know what? I'm going to call him. Disappointment. I'm going to call him semi bust because Jack Hughes had three years, and this was his third year, and Jack Hughes had a breakout year. Laffy's been in the league for two years now. He's been a bust the first two years, just like Jack Hughes was. Yeah. So we'll see next year what he does. But so far, bust. I I know a lot of guys who at the queue think he's always been the best player his age. Yeah. And you got to think, he went to the NHL and all of a sudden he wasn't the guy. So you give him, like you said, give him that third year. I think you might see, you're going to definitely see more. It's just how much more. Yeah. yeah. So you talk about the queue, and I think. That's what we have highlighted for the first round of the playoffs, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, I should say. Yeah. And we're going to mention the queue here. Yeah. Before we get to that, a couple hot takes by yours truly. First of all, we went on a little week break there. And uh, throughout this last month of April, uh, we've expanded. We've done the media page. One of the big things of that, we went to the high school basketball tournament. Now... Folks, I'm obviously a fan of my food. <laughs> and moving to Canada, you know, I had my <laughs> How expectations. How are you going to this? You know, 
high school basketball games in Canada, that's where you get the poutines, in my opinion. <laughs> it, this is coming from an American, right? Obviously. But we went to this provincial basketball tournament. No concession stands. Folks, it, hot take here. Step up your game. I get hungry some days. <laughs> <laughs> you mean every day at like every yeah. two hours? Yeah, well... You know, from the little time I've known there. you guys, every time I'm here, there's snacks everywhere. <laughs> yeah, for him especially. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first hot take. Just put some concession stands in places. You can raise great money for your school districts. Oh, this is this is all great, by the way. Yeah, well, we'll get to Q later. But <laughs> here's the second thing. Chucktown Islanders, step up your hot dog game because. Summerside Capitals are beating you up by miles. We can talk about rinks, we can talk about board structure, we can talk about arenas, we can talk about fan attendance. But the main thing for me comes from the hot dog. Twice the size over at Summerside. Okay, here's, and crispier dogs, well, here's, too. When they'll sell them to you. Here's yeah. one thing that we're looking at doing for the water boys. Um, Grant, every sporting event we go to where there is food for this man, he's looking at maybe doing a hot dog test just like... Dave Portnoy does the pizza test. He's one thinking, bite. yeah, he's thinking about doing one bite hot dog test at every greatness. <laughs> so let us know in the comments if you guys want to see yeah. this. If there's a hot dog on PEI that you want to see tested, <laughs> fire off in the comments. Fire he'll, off on social media. He'll eat it. Hey. I'll eat it too, probably. Get this man a dog. Yeah. <laughs> DMs are open for the glizzies. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> Going back to the queue. Yeah, going back to the queue. We want to talk about this just briefly before we send you to Drew, and I know you know you're wanting to see this interview. Um, the queue, the Charlotte Islanders this weekend have a big weekend. It's, it's going to be out by the time that it's over. They're going to be gearing up for the playoffs. But tomorrow, big game tomorrow. They had to play Acadia, and if they win that, and Acadia and uh, Quebec loses. Yep. And they get first place in the conference. Which, How huge would that be? Oh, it's... Let me tell you, it's such a big deal. Be massive for Just... You look at the St. John Sea Dogs. They won 13 games straight at one point. Then they lost one. And now they're at a 14-game win streak after beating the Cape Breton Eagles 14-2. to two. Yeah. So... 14-2, to two, folks. That's a football score in hockey as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just... You want to avoid St. John... As long as possible, the Islanders can hold their own. I got no, I got no doubts about that. When everyone's well rested, but you want to avoid them as much and as long as possible. So first overall gets you that avoidance. You want that place. And folks, like they're gonna have Drew Elliott back too, and they're gonna have Ben Boyd back. Hopefully, yeah. that is the whole. A little more scary. Yeah. yeah. So it brings a lot more physicality, which I think is what they're oh, lacking. Yeah. Yes. I think that when we go and watch these big games, like against. St. John's or against Ramuski and even the Phoenix. And even the not-so-big games where it's a physical game against Drakkar, that was a physical game and they're, they were they're missing lacking, a lot. They're just and, lacking the physicality, yeah, I think. Yeah, and yeah. me and you talked about this during the games. We were watching it and yeah. the Islanders are good. They're really good. But just, I think they're lacking physicality. And yeah. that's just There's no doubt they can score. Yeah. No. And it's just... Can you match the physicality in the playoffs? And yeah. You're gonna you're gonna like what Drew Elliott had to say in the podcast because yeah. he's ready to go for the playoffs yeah. and he's ready to fight yeah. for the Islanders. But other than that, yeah. I think we're See, we're gonna send it to uh, Drew and Oscar. Actually, we'll do that again here. Season two, big things coming up. 
not so big thing. iOS update crashed the audio for the second half of this pod. So, you get iPhone audio, but uh, for the rest of the summer, it's going to be this fancy microphone here that we're talking into. But for right now... I think we're going to send it to Drew, and we're going to send it to Oscar, who had a wonderful interview with us, and we were happy that they're the yeah. first guests of season two of the Waterboys. And not only do we have season two of the Waterboys podcast happening, but we just want to let you guys know that we are going to a lot more events right now, and yeah. we have even started commentating at games, Will Grant yeah. has. No matter the weather, we will be there. <laughs> because I just stood out in the cold, in the snow, and a little bit of freezing rain, and high winds for you because I love sports. Justin loves sports. Taylor loves sports. We're going to be here for you. We're going to be there for you. So subscribe to the Water Boys Podcast and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. back to season two of the Water Boys. We're joined here today by two Charlottetown Islanders, Drew Elliott and Oscar Plandowski. Uh, one's playing right wing for the Islanders, injured right now, and one's a star defenseman on the Islanders. So welcome to the show, boys. We're glad to have you, and we can't wait to talk some hockey with you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. For sure. Before we talk hockey, though, you're disrespecting me. You're bringing a Raiders hat. Into the Thunderdome. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not really even a Raiders fan. It's like the hat. Has a hat. And then we got a Raptors hat over here on Drew Elliott. Uh, I, just, I just like the hat too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy it. Big hat guys? Yeah. yeah. Well, two good logos. I mean, two good fan bases, I'd say. Yeah. Do you guys pay attention to other sports? Yeah. Um, I mean, I follow the NBA probably the closest other than hockey, but. Okay. Um, yeah, who's team? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, like, I just, like, <laughs> just follow, I've been like following on social media and the antics they get up to. So to get into the playoffs at all? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, no, like I haven't. I don't know. I just kind of like seeing, seeing what the players get up to, um, to on social media and stuff like yeah. that. It's always yeah. pretty entertaining. Yeah, sure. Hey, who's your pick for the playoffs here? In the NBA? Yeah. Um, I think the Warriors. Okay. I think That's, the Warriors might yeah, go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Maybe That's they have a, a chance. It's a good brick house to lean on, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for Steph to go one more time. Yeah, they yeah. got they got guys back. Poole and uh, Clay's back and Draymond, so, yeah. you know. What about you, Drew? Any other sports you follow? Uh, I, don't, I don't follow much other than hockey, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you even uh, follow... Do you guys... This is just a question, because you guys... We've had other people on... And they say they can't even follow the NHL because they're so caught up in the queue. Now, do you guys struggle with, like, even watching the NHL or seeing games? Well, like, I, I, I like just, like, watching, like, highlights or whatever and, like, try to, like, catch the odd game sometimes. Yeah, for but sure. Yeah. I find it the same way, though. Yeah, you know, I watch quite a bit. Like, when I, whenever it's on, I'll catch, catch the game on TV. But um, a lot of times we've been playing a lot, too, so just yeah. catching highlights and stuff like that. Yeah, you guys got a team there or a player that's a big inspiration to you in your playing styles or what? Uh, I'm a big Nathan McKinnon fan, honestly. Oh, okay. Like his, uh, like his style of play. Yeah. What about it? Uh, I don't know. He's just like, like he's just fast, fast guy and uh, has a laser of a shot. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
you're more of a physical guy, and he's developing more of a physical side. And yeah. of late, he's been getting hot-headed, so, you know, he might be looking at your game. No. He's got a shot. Yeah. A little beat in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know about that. Yeah. Speaking of physical, you got a fighting picture on your Instagram there. You're not shy of it. Yeah, I know. I'd fire that up. This is the one. I've only had three fights, but I managed to get one picture. It's not fire up there. one of the scraps stick out your head? Honestly, the last one there, I don't know. He was really a fighter. He picked off St. John. I don't know. It was a really good little matchup there. and. Probably go again and uh, please see him in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> Try to. What'd you say to him before you got the gloves? Uh, well, like, uh, I, I know a few guys off, like, St. John, like, uh, Bezo and uh, Blagden, and they, they just said, like, yeah, like, we, we give him to him because he can't, he went to St. John to, like, fight yeah. and stuff, and, like, he didn't have, like, a fight for, like, the first little bit, and they, like, kind of, like, joke with him, and then, uh, I ended up like hitting like Villeneuve and then uh, turned around. He was sitting there and I was like, right, I guess you guess we're going. <laughs> well, that's Bezos. He's quite the Yeah, Bezos is the one who said like, yeah, yeah Drew, Drew would fight. Yeah, and then I just turned around. He's sitting there waiting. So. Is it hard though with the Q rules? Like with fighting? Like Yeah, like now like now it's 15 minutes. So if you fight, you're out for good yeah. good chunk of the game. Almost, almost a third. Yeah. Not, even, not even just that, but like three fights and. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that also something in the back of your mind? Like, I gotta use this one fight. To yeah, you, you kind of like go with that all. You go with that all year, but then like I, I don't know. Like, then it's again like the the fifteen minute mm-hmm. rule now. It just it just sucks, but uh, it's nice in playoffs they reset. Yeah, for so. sure. It's just like technical fouls in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. But looking more towards this season, you guys have had a great year. You guys are 47 wins now. Um, you, yeah, close out the season tomorrow against Acadia. Uh, what do you guys think the focus is at this point in the season, playing Acadia and then gearing up for the playoffs? Like, is tomorrow just a tune-up game kind of for you guys? or? Yeah, I mean, it's been a long year. We've, we've played a lot of games, so um, I think the, the last little stretch is, is always probably the, the hardest to – to get through just because I mean you're focused on playoffs and um, we've waited a long time to kind of get into it but mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of fine-tuning things and um, I mean Bathurst is a good team as well so that's a team we might be playing if we if we get to the second round yeah it'd be a team we play so it's it's kind of just fine-tuning things now this will be up before or after your game is up but tomorrow you guys actually have a big battle ahead of you guys like you're one point behind Quebec for the number one overall seed in the conference. Now, obviously, if they win as well, you guys won't get it. But if you guys win the, tomorrow's game, you guys will get it and they lose. So how much does tomorrow mean to you guys? And what I'm looking at in terms of the standings is you guys won't have to play St. John until the third round if you guys get the number one seed. So does that mean anything to you guys, or do you guys not care about St. John's? Oh, uh, it would also it obviously be like a huge like accomplishment like getting that uh, first first in uh, first in the league. But uh, honestly, it that wouldn't really matter like who, who we played. We just gotta be be ready for anybody at uh, any time. So it should be good battle mm-hmm. whoever we whoever we uh, come across. Is there like a different kind of tune up whenever you're going to play St. John's? I know Gordy he used to be in PDI. He's got a real physical style of games. Do you guys feel you gotta? 
change things up a bit almost before you go in and tackle St. John, get a little more gritty almost? Yeah, I think we, like, if, as long as we play, like, simple and not, uh, not over, overdo every, everything and, uh, just keep it, keep, uh, playing hard and, uh, um, like, we gotta be, like, really physical, obviously, and, uh, I think that would, uh, help us out a lot. For you out on the ice, because Drew's obviously injured right now, what are you noticing, like, that you guys might be lacking in an area that you guys have to improve on in order to win the President's Cup this year? Um, I think it's, it comes down to the details. I think it's, um, it's game mistakes, obviously, and, um, I think, we uh, we saw it last year. We were in a, a tight series, and it was one one turnover, one one mistake cost us basically a one nothing game in mm-hmm. game five. And um, I think it's just the, the little things is is what uh, comes back to bite in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. And this year the Q's changed uh, five game series instead of a seven, so mistakes are. Not gonna be something you guys are gonna oh, yeah. want. Yeah, if it's exactly. best of five instead of a best of seven. Now, Acadia tomorrow. What do you guys have to do in order to win this game? Um, I think just buying in and playing the way we know we can play. Um, I think uh, over the last little stretch here, we've been. Um, I think not not complacent, but we're we're almost just. It's been a long year, and we're. Um, I think some guys are just you're kind of focused on playoffs, and it's 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 kind of a the dog days, and it's it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to um, be dialed in. But um, I think our group knows it's a it's a big game, and um, in the last game before playoffs, you want to have some good habits and um, do the right things. I mean, you guys are playing fourteen less games, just fourteen less games in our NHL regular season, so it is a long season for sure. Well, that's with the condensed schedule, too. You guys are playing, like, what? There's five games in eight days. You got six yeah. games in nine days. And watching last night, so I noticed that was one thing Jim did was he was playing the fourth line a lot more. Is that kind of just to give you guys a feel, coming down the stretch in more pressure situations, getting them ready for the playoffs or their first taste of playoff hockey? Yeah, I think that. And uh, the, that, the fourth line has been playing playing really well lately, too. So I think uh, he's getting more confidence in the, those boys. And uh they're, they're only young, so it's it's nice to get them out there and uh, get that experience, and then because uh, we need everybody in playoffs, so yeah. we good. So what's been the vibe at practice? You know, coming into this home stretch, uh, like practice has been great. Like everybody's been up, up really upbeat, and uh, like uh, we like it's not too many hard practices, obviously, because of our schedule. But uh, every time we we usually get like a little skills day going or whatever. But everybody ever seems like really positive lately. So so like. Did everyone like kind of intensify practice like right after the Phoenix game, I should say? Like after the, I think you guys lost 6-2 in that game. I you guys had a good third period, but like they scored two empty netters, I'm pretty sure in that game. Did after that game, did everyone like just like focus in even more than what they already were? I mean, it's, it's a bit of a wake up call, but I mean, there's a lot of good teams in this league and um, you gotta show up every night if you you want to be prepared to win and um, another thing about how condensed the schedule is you kind of have to move on and um, worry about the next game because it's yeah. coming probably in a, a day or two yeah. so um, I think we got a we got a pretty resilient group so um, I think we, we get over that pretty quickly yeah, yeah.
And with quick games, you know, travel too. What's that been like? I mean, we know from uh, Dawson Stairs and Patrick Gator that blackjack was big earlier in the season. Has that been the case still? No, yeah, uh, blackjack's definitely huge. Uh, (laughs) We, uh, the boys do like tend to do that. uh, What just like puts in time or wait. (laughs) Despite the quick turnaround, the uh, travel is kind of maintained the same feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, last like few games have just been like Moncton, like Bathurst and stuff. So hasn't too been too bad. And then we had that uh, road trip uh, a couple weeks ago up the Bathurst Mooski Way, and then but uh, it's been good. Yeah. Lots of fun. What was the highlight of that road trip there? Uh, what, what, yeah. there, there was did a you trip. go? Yeah, yeah. I went. Uh, that that was the one that I, I did the Bathurst, the Mooski, and then I went to Moncton, and that's when I got hurt there. But uh, no, it was a it was a good time. We we. Uh, just had a lot of fun on the road and <laughs> something something's going on. Yeah, we it was just uh we're winning games and um everything just been just seemed to be going right. Yeah. We had some guys at some milestones. Um a few guys. A few guys yeah. had some milestones <laughs> on trip and um yeah, I mean the road trips that's kinda of where you bond with the team and um Do you guys go out much on road trips? Like do you guys even like Leave your hotels. Uh, we we would the odd time like if if uh, we have a don't have a game the next day or whatever and mm-hmm. uh, guys have family and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. a lot yeah. of yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Says when there's guys that go and they're on a road trip and their family's close, does like a bunch of the team members go to the person's house and just bombard the parents' house? Or uh, not not really. Like we like usually when we go, it's like we have a game the next day and stuff. So. I don't know, they'll, 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 we actually have a lot of Quebec guys, so like all their families come and they just go for supper or whatever and just come back to the hotel after, but... Yeah. Going back to milestones here, a, a big one for the Islanders, Pat Gay just hit a franchise record at 51. He's obviously building on that one a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 54. 54. 54 now. 54, yeah, yeah. 54 last night. He's, uh, he's having a crazy season, it's yeah. crazy. Ben, yeah. Ben, Did so that 51st one, walking back, he just goes top corner on a breakaway, yeah. you know, that just felt right. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that bench like? We were all fired up for him. I didn't, I didn't even know the record was, was just 50. So he broke two records in basically two, well, two games, got yeah, 50 yeah. and then um, got the franchise record. And he's on a, I guess he's on a little chase to see if he can um, have most goals this year in the league. So we're hoping. I saw William, William got 55 last night, so he's going to be yeah. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. Behind, he's, he's behind by one, but you never know. Especially Patrick, he can yeah, oh yeah, he's, yeah, Pat, yeah. He, he need that uh, one goal, so he doesn't mind doesn't mind going by down there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you find he's been that clutch guy? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you just like you like he's out there, and you just feel confident that he's gonna score. So yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he puts in the work. Uh, I mean, in practice and stuff like that, he's he's always dialed in and. Um, I think that's that's really why he's been able to have such a great year. It's just how much how much work he puts in. I mean, when he's out there and you're out there, like because the defenseman is just like, well, shit, we're gonna be in the offensive zone the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the defensive zone, yeah. we got him out here. Yeah. Is that the feeling? Yeah. yeah, there's times where he's got the puck and he's just like going through guys, and you think it's just like, oh, I got I got a back out here, and then he's like, oh no, he does two cutbacks and he's going to the net. It's it's pretty sweet. You got another big name defender too. While we're on the topic, Lucas Cormier, 
another Waterboys alumni. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been tearing it up too. Oh, yeah, he's having a great season as well. Hopefully, the boys can uh, do some great things after the season and and uh, we'll follow it up in the playoffs and then uh, see if they can do some great things after. He's also well. got his name in the Islanders record yeah. books. Yeah, 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 he's got a couple, couple of records they've broken out. But. Most goals by a D guy in franchise history. Yeah. Quite a few now, too. Yeah. He beat the record was 50, I'm pretty sure. And mm-hmm. he must be, what, near 60 or yeah, 70 he's, now. He's, sure. yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's in the race for the top points by a defenseman this year. Yeah, I've been trading. Yeah. And you always see him in warm ups, too. He's below the dots taking shots off the. Yeah. When's that going to come in a game? That's how hot one I was like, that's when it comes. He loves to go down. Oh, yeah, he loves it. He shooting last night was nice, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes he's in deeper than your uh, forward side. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind. Yeah. Then going back to that shootout, what, 19 rounds? Yeah, that's Most, true. longest Q shootout in history. Yeah. I, I think I shot in, like, the 14th round or something like that. I was, what like, were you I was, like, I was just watching rounds go, and I'm like, oh, my God, my shooter. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh Ice by the end of it was just brutal. Like guys were just coming in, losing the puck. My temp was just awful. Yeah, I but I mean, what Sims, was, what Sims were you thinking? Points. Like when you when it, Jim called your name and said you're going up, like you gotta go. No, I was thinking about doing. I was thinking about doing something dumb, like. But then the ice is really bad, and then I don't know. Like you almost just like want to get it off by the end of it, and then. You don't want to go in too fast and then lose it yeah. in the snow, but um, so I noticed a lot of guys were going. Yeah, slow a lot of guys and, were coming in yeah. slow, and I don't know. Both goalies were were standing on their heads. Yeah. yeah. So you're coming down the ice. You know, your name gets called. You're looking at the goalie. Are you thinking like, oh, I gotta go glove high here, or just put it on the net? I think you just kind of you think before, but then you wait and see what he what he uh, gives up. But wait until I don't know. Goal, it's yeah. it's tough when. When it's going that long, you're just like, oh my god, there's yeah. no one scoring here. We gotta find something. But he's been a sneaky goalie to beat all season too. Yeah, like Lemieux was with yeah. the Sea Dogs, and he got traded for Couture. Yeah. yeah. And then ever since he came to Moncton, it seems every time you guys face him, he's on his game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he is a good goalie. And so last night you were in the stands. What was that like? Uh, it was pretty neat. Uh, we every time we went, like that. Their their fans are like crazy, so just booze and then yeah. uh, when Cormier went, it was half like half and half. And he's he's yeah. from there, so yeah. it's like yeah. And then you, half the other ones like boo. Sure. Yeah. No, like was it like holy shit? Like this is no, it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was cool to watch that too. From so it have to be crazy for you. Got Irish Snow was an AP player. Yeah, and he got the yeah. Shirt, yeah. The yeah. yeah. Would have been nice. It was uh, well, we had. Pat Gay's birthday yesterday and Sam bonuses too, so it would have been nice one of those those guys scored in the shootout too. Well, that's it. I was <laughs> thinking it'd be crazy if Arsenal scored for like what his second game yeah. in the queue this season. No, and I was no. kind of hoping Galant too, just nice yeah. Island boy yeah. was gonna cheer for him. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll move a little bit into a sadder topic. Yeah. The injury bug this year for the Islanders. It's been a tough one. Um, for you, it's yeah. it's hurting right now. Yeah. Now. Walk us through your injury and like 
you're coming back, you say, first game of playoffs you're hoping for? Yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm aiming for right now. But uh, just, like, last Tuesday, I, like, after, that was the day after it happened. I couldn't, like, walk. But, really? uh, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been, like, working on it quite a bit. What happened there? I, well, it was weird because, like, I, I ended up walking a shot and their zone went all the way down. And then the, their defense took a full ice run at me, <laughs> elbow to the head. And then I, I, like, blacked out and I, like, just thought it was my head. And then I, I went off and then I, I was, like, feeling something. And it was my, my abdomen. I tore my abdomen. So uh, I was, I thought it was my head for, like, for sure. I thought I had a concussion. Then we went through the concussion protocol and everything was good. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and I was like, something's not right. And then, that was Bellamy, right? Big yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we saw the hit, and all the boys upstairs were thinking, "Yeah, no, it's his head. It's got yeah. a concussion." Because yeah. we saw it kind of like blink it a little bit. Yeah, there. yeah. I, I blacked out completely, but sorry. Laugh at your teammates. He doesn't remember. So not only just you, it's been like Xavier this year. Yeah, it's been a short bench. Yeah, yeah, I have to think Semino must. He'd probably be leading the league in points right now if it wasn't for your missing one in your twenty games. Yeah, and then you got. Boyd. I remember Ben Boyd's yeah, out. But not only just that, during games, remember it was. Forget was it the Phoenix maybe? So you guys three guys yeah. like three popped with face. Yeah. How like what happened in there? Like <laughs> I don't even know. I was boxing out in front of the net and all of a sudden Fox just got smoked. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like body on the line or it was just like oh, I gosh. didn't even mean to it ran it was a point shot and it got ramped up and like just you, smoked me right yeah, there. Yeah. Too. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Uh, I saw it going off just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed, but yeah. um yeah, I was lucky I didn't, didn't break anything, yeah. lose any teeth, but my face was pretty swollen for the next next few days. That was four people that day. Three, was, like you guys lost Xavier during that game. You guys lost uh, Bravinich yeah. and uh, Galant yeah. both took me on these yeah. two or three of them. So like, not only like, I know it was a tough game with the loss, but how does that affect a team like you guys? Middle of a game and you're losing three or four guys in a game. Like yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's never, never easy when you have guys. Obviously, you feel bad, and you, you don't want your your buddies to yeah. get hurt. But it's kind of it's something we've been dealing with all year. If part of it's got to be the the schedule, how condensed it is. But I think everyone's kind of going through that, and um, we're almost lucky in a sense. We're we're getting through the injury bug now, so hopefully we don't have to deal with it as much in playoffs. Yeah, it's just really you and Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And Patty LeBlanc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, he uh, feel bad for that guy. Yeah, he's man. gone for a yeah. while out here. Yeah. yeah. What happened there? Again? He uh, he took like he took a hit and it was like kind of like he twisted twisted a weird way. Over and, the uh, bench, kind of he lacerated both kidneys and his uh, spleen. Yeah, I heard so he was like bed rest for six weeks. Yeah, he, but he's he, walking around there. So. Yeah, he's walking now, but uh, he was at the hospital here for like four days, then he went home for weeks to just bed rest. Mm-hmm. So. It was, uh, there any plan to return, like not to play obviously, but for him to come kind of watch the playoffs? Yeah, he'll probably he'll probably yeah, come up. We've seen him around a bit. He was at one of the games. Uh, Bill at night there. Yeah, he was there one of those nights, and he was at the game last night in in Moncton. So I mean, it's always you're always pretty happy to see him. And, mm-hmm. uh, see that he's doing better. And yeah. if we make it to Mem Mem Cup or whatever, chances are he might might even be able to play honestly. But yeah. 
Because he's, uh, he's, I think he's taking a, like a little scan here, and like this week coming, so he'll know more, so. And you just mentioned the key word, Mount Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got your eyes set on it, or? Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, is, that, is that the ultimate goal? Like just winning the Mount Cup, or is it just like getting there first? Is that the ultimate goal for you? I, I think it's, it's obviously a winning it, but uh, I, I think we, we have a really special team this year, so I think. Uh, once everybody's in and everybody's healthy, I think we, I think we can do a little bit of damage here. So mm-hmm. you're all in. Yeah. Yeah. So, is, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, like, this is our year, and um, we've got a great group of core guys that have been here for a while. So well, not only forwards, just defense. You guys have one of the best D cores in the queue, like, yeah. if not one of the best, the best. Now, for you yourself, you play in that every night. Like, is there an expectation coming into playoffs? Like, we gotta live up and we gotta be better than what we already are? Um, I think it's just continuing what we've been working on all year. Like, um, we know we've got a, we've got a talented group and, um, I mean, we've, we've built on this, this core group, I guess, for, for, I've been here for three years now. So, um, just kind of continuing (laughs) that and, and trying to, player game in playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. In your three years, is this one of your more confident, oh, this is it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, last year we had a special group as well. We were, um, we had a strong team, but this year, I mean, we're, it's kind of this is it. And we've uh, made a lot of trades to try to go in for it this year. And um, we know kind of what's at stake and but this is probably the, the last kick of the can with the, the group we got. Yeah, and speaking of trades, St. John has obviously stacked it up since they're hosting <laughs> yeah. this thing. So is there any other teams that you're like, oh man, this team's staying in our way, you know, that you're not really looking forward to it playing in this playoffs? Obviously they can't predict who's playing. I mean, yeah, like there's, um, there's some good teams and um, Quebec's pretty good and Bathurst is good. There's, there's lots of teams that that have guys that, that are you gotta watch on the ice, but I think the the thing for us is that we know we can we can go up against anyone, and um, I guess if we play our game, we we feel we've got a pretty good shot. Yeah. So come along along with playoffs, you obviously need your fans. So what do you guys think about playing at the Eastland Center? I know it's a smaller arena than yeah. some of the other arenas, but like the atmosphere inside there. What's yeah, it like playing? Yeah, the fan the fans are great. They're always they're we have a lot of a lot of season ticket holders that are always there to support and uh, no, it's it's great. I, I love I love my time here at uh, Charlottetown, honestly. Yeah, like I I mean I haven't played playoffs here. I mean I just got unlucky with timing on the, the shutdown year and stuff like that, but I've seen uh, I remember when they, they swept Halifax that year and they were throwing brooms on the ice and we were watching some of those games and just seeing the building rocking like that, it's um, it's going to be pretty pretty exciting to be able to play in front of the, the home crowd for playoffs. Well, it's growing up here, I can honestly say, East Lake Center playoffs every year, no matter if it was the Rock or the Islanders, there's yeah. nothing like a crowd at the East Lake yeah, Center for the Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same boat as him. Like, I, I haven't played uh, playoffs. Uh, like, we, we went last year to playoffs, but it was like, there's the bubble, so yeah, really no really. fans. So, so I know I said it's smaller arena. Do you guys think that is a disadvantage? When we had Patrick Gay on and Dawson Sears, they say it wasn't like a major disadvantage because it still gets rocking. But do you guys feel like other teams have a bigger home ice advantage with their fans, like say Halifax, 
with a arena such a big arena like that one. Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't think it's very big advantage at all. I think uh, maybe the smaller ranks like you can hear more and just per might be even louder. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't know. Let's well, look at Bathurst when the fan bus went up there. Yeah, they what maybe a thousand fifteen hundred fans, yeah. but they could let the refs hear it. Oh, yeah. refs hear it if they wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And obviously, the Q rinks have kind of their own oddities. Each has their own yeah. kind of niche thing. I'd say the biggest thing for the Islanders is you guys, after warm-ups, walk past a bar in the crowd, in the hallway, yeah. off the ice, yeah. towards your DR. Like, what, what comes to mind, you know, just coming off that ice and getting bombarded? Stopping for a day. Yeah, I, 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 we're pretty used to it now. Yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter. It's good to see all the fans. But What about when you first came to the team? When I first came to the team, I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Like, you're... You're walking to warm ups and there's just like people who are coming to watch the games like walking, walking across you in front of you and you're just but they I don't know. sometimes I'm literally standing there like I remember one game and they're just walking right through they don't care. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're yeah. just like, I'm going over. You're Prince Island's NHL game. Yeah. Big air quotes here, the security will <laughs> kinda like try to push people aside, yeah. but then you get like eight year old kids just running yeah. past yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it, that's got to be like a weird like kind of vibe of, you know, you just <laughs> walk out and you're seeing people come in, purchase their tickets, like. Yeah, at the start it was kind of weird, like Oscar said, like, uh, well, I grew up in, like, I'm from St. John, so like, uh, St. John, like, you don't even get to see yeah. like the players and stuff, and then, but like, uh, first game at Charlottetown, it was, everybody was buzzing around, so. Yeah, <laughs> during the three stars things, I've seen Patrick Hayes sign a poster that wasn't even him, it was yeah. like, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking about autographs, um, from little kids, you're getting bombarded while you're injured, eh? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, it's nice to have that. Honestly, it's kind of a little uh, confidence boost <laughs> to the, get the kids going. But uh, no, it's a uh, it's nice to that uh, we have those like kids there for the mm -hmm. fans and stuff too. And uh, hopefully, you're kind of like a role model for them. I, I don't know. Have you signed any posters of Frankie? Like, uh... <laughs> oh, I, I signed one of Ben Boy the other day. Did they think you were Ben Boy? No, Ben was sitting beside me, and they just wanted me to sign. Well, that's, sign yeah, you guys sit up in, like, Section 22 where all the birthday kids go. So, oh, yeah. is that? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, is it just, like, a point where, like, they're coming up to you mid-game, and you're, like, trying to watch the game, and... Oh, you, you can see some kids like creeping up, and then the like, the, the moms are like, just go, like, they, they don't care or whatever. But then then months one goes, then they all come, and they're not not as shy anymore. But so you get any uh, signature down pat or? Uh, it's it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, Oscar's is up there. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just always good. Are you signing much stuff or? I don't know. Sometimes it's not. Uh, I don't know. Not as much as. Lucas and some of those boys, but a little bit. Well, you got to practice for the pros. You got Red Wings camp coming up. You know, draft by him. That's yeah. Cool. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, obviously it's it's pretty sweet. Um, I guess getting drafted in NHL is always a, a dream of mine growing up. So I guess to, to be drafted was was, uh, was pretty sweet. How was draft night for you? Uh, it was. Uh, well, I mean, weekend, I guess. it was. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird, weird year that it was. I was at home and watching it on TV, but um, 
I had I had my family with me, so that was always that was pretty cool. And um, I mean, when I got drafted, my buddies all came over, and um, we had like a nice like barbecue kind of thing. So it was pretty sweet, um, but it was a pretty stressful day. Were you so, expecting to get the call that day? Yeah, no, I was expecting to get drafted. It's just I didn't know, I guess, where and when. Yeah. So were was there any like maybe five teams that like? That you had the chance of going to was the Red Wings one of them? Yeah, or? yeah, I, I talked to Troy a couple times before, and um, they were a team that I thought I had a, had a good chance to get drafted to, so I was lucky to get drafted there. Did so, you, were you frustrated by waiting? Yeah, I mean, it's a long day, and I mean, you're seeing guys that you're, you think you're better than, you're better than or like your, your peers and stuff like that that you're, you're watching get drafted, and I mean, you're just kind of antsy waiting for hoping for your name so mm-hmm. um, i mean it was a long day but it was worth the wait so you do get that phone call what goes through your head i don't I, it's it was just kind of crazy everyone your phone starts blowing up and um i was that's my family's going nuts so um it was just pretty exciting did you get the phone call first or did you find out you were picked first um i actually i got a call from my my agent who was just like congratulations and I was like we're gonna get drafted <laughs> in like, uh, Detroit and it hadn't loaded on the, the TV yet uh-huh. so I, I heard before I got to I guess see the pick go through which was pretty cool but um, yeah and for you Drew I I know you're not drafted yet but what's the expectations this year you can be you can go back into the draft and. Pretty sure last year was your first year yeah. eligible yeah. for the draft. So what's the expectations this year going? Into the uh, I'm just uh, hopefully hopefully I have like had like a pretty decent season this year, and uh, hopefully I can build off that in the playoffs and then aim for maybe if it's a bonus get drafted or mm-hmm. uh, even a camp. I I'd really be happy with that. You so. just you know, basically going in hoping getting the invite is basically yeah. the angle. Yeah. Is there? I I know like you're looking to get all thirty two teams, but is there any team that in particular, you're just like childhood team that you grew yeah. up watching, and you just would love to play. Yeah. Play. Um. I, I I don't know. There's not uh, any team would be would be a huge like. But uh, I I don't know. There I, was no childhood team for you though. Pro- probably Boston. Like I, okay. I've always liked Boston. Me and my me and my dad always okay. uh, watch those. Like I like the Marshawn. Mm-hmm. I know. I know he's kind of greasy, <laughs> but oh, hey, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, I, I got ties to him. Don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he, he's basically known as a rat. So yeah. <laughs> you're, you're on a pretty good team for it too. Like what there's you got one of the most prospects for the NHL guys in the queue yet. What there's seventy is on the team that have been drafted. Exactly. Along with like yeah. Lowen and Brett, they've all been invited to camp. Yeah. So you got a pretty good group of guys to learn from the experience they've had. Oh exactly. Like all, all our well from the past and this year, like all, all our like twenty year olds are. Like the older guys, like you just build off of those guys, and uh, it's good to see those guys and just learn from them. Yeah, and there's a lot of parentheses when you look at a roster. Just like you said, you know, drafted everywhere. So on the ice and practices, or you know, off the ice, you ever talk about like, oh, when I see you in the NHL, it's gonna be different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, um, it's pretty nice having having guys who have similar situations and. Obviously, having guys on your team that are are really good, it helps push you in practice and stuff yeah. like that. So it's it's good to to be able to work with and um, learn from other guys on your team. I was just gonna say it must be 
that push off the edge, you know, just like, oh, I gotta be better than my newest competitor, you know, yeah. while we're still teammates. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Is there any uh, friendly competition between Trudeau and uh, Simmer there, both Montreal prospects? Uh, no, they, they, they battle quite hard in yeah. practice, but <laughs> yeah. no, it's all, it's all fun and games, though, like, yeah. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're good buddies. I have so. a question for Oscar here. So, it's about Drew. Uh, <laughs> so I've been told by multiple people, and I mean multiple people, this guy is one of the funniest in the locker room. Is this true? Okay. Or? Yeah. Yeah, I said so. <laughs> Drew's good for some good lines, and you never, sometimes it could be random, but he's, <laughs> yeah, he gets the boys laughing pretty hard. And what, what do you do to get these guys laughing? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I just... <laughs> I don't even know. It's kind of goofy sometimes. Good personality. Uh, yeah. uh, I guess. And what, what, what you gotta, goofy. It's gotta be some impression. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know. Like, Oscar's gonna have to answer that. I don't know. Just the boys like hearing Al tell stories and, I don't know, be, be goofy and, I don't know. Other than Drew, who's, we've heard uh, Xavier's. Yeah, Life of the yeah he's, he's a funny guy too. Apparently gives uh, haircuts to people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We started, like, there was one game that he's like, he got the haircut, and then uh, he ended up cutting, like, I think it was Sam Oliver's and Michael Horst's hair. <laughs> and uh, so it was just, like, a little strain. And they both ended up scoring in that game, and then he just kept going until they, yeah. they didn't score. So he didn't give Sam the bullet, though. Well, I, no, <laughs> I, I gave Sam the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. What, yeah. What's uh, I don't know, I just, uh, if you need a cock, just, like, come to me, I guess. <laughs> is, that, is that, like, something you're going to pursue if hockey's uh, not going to be your thing? Maybe, like, a farmer career. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I just have, like, this little, I have, like, a little kit there. If, I don't know, I, I just told him I'm going to give him a mullet if he was down for it, so. <laughs> you gave Sam bonus ones. <laughs> give anyone else some cuts, or? Uh, no, just, just those two boys' mullets. Should make a deal with Jimmy there. Just make the mem cup. You gotta give him a buzz cutter. Give yeah. him a little shave in the side of the head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a buzz cut. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, but the Turo went at the Caps game the other night. The Turo goaltender has keys carved in the side of his head. I didn't see. I didn't see that. that. He's got a skullet. Yeah, yeah. carved into his head. So. Yeah, so, just, uh, are, are we gonna put a C in any moments here? Yeah, uh, yeah. might have to, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Next in a couple seasons. I don't know. Is there anything <laughs> for the true. playoffs in terms of like you know maybe not playoff beards? Cause, yeah. You know, who can even grow a beard on the team? Yeah, uh, we, uh, did, uh, we did. We uh, did <laughs> mullets last year, but they uh, didn't work. They didn't, they didn't work. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe do multi. I don't know. Well, uh, Dawson Stairs' is reverse mohawk is something of a legend on the Waterboys podcast. So. Did, did he tell you guys about that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> One last thing before we let go here. You guys' trades like this season, how of a, how much of an impact have they been for you, Dawson Stairs, for example? I know that you, he said you guys were chirping him there before he was even <laughs> trained. Like, when, when are you getting over here? Like, Because he already knew that he was coming yeah. to Charlottetown, but... Can you talk a little bit about that? No, yeah, like I, I, th- I found out where uh, all our trades, like, we had a uh, really good connection with like the old, the Sam Oliver and the mm-hmm. and but uh, I think our, our trades now like are, are really good, and uh, uh, Frankie's goalie is a really exceptional goalie, uh, Stairs, Jack uh, Patuka, and uh, it's just been great, honestly. It's, uh, they just, they're fitting in nicely, and uh, 
for all everybody's getting along. So, mm, for you? Yeah, no, I mean, um, obviously it's sad to see see some of your buddies go, but um, it's always exciting when when new guys come rolling around and um, bring some life through them. Stairzy and yeah. uh, Wazzy's a funny guy and Biak and. I mean, all the boys get along really well, so it's, it's nice they match doing well. Now, you mentioned about it being a little bit sad. Now, is like, this is you guys' first taste of getting traded or seeing trades happen. Like, how is that for you guys? I know you were traded, Drew. Like, yeah. how is that? Like, is um, it hard or? Oh, I, I was in like Bay Como and uh, it, was, it was hard. Like, uh, I couldn't get to see my family much. I was 16 and, uh, yeah, it was it was hard there. Like it was super French. Like, I'm, I'm English <laughs> yeah. as can be, and uh, anyway, so uh, when I got traded, like I don't know, it was I had great billets and all that stuff, and the, I liked all the guys and stuff, but uh, the French just what uh, wasn't it, and uh, I uh, I I asked for the trade, and uh, they brought me in after that uh, Christmas game, the half half the season game, and then. Uh, they're like, oh, you've been traded to Charlottetown. I was trying not to, like, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm, 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 I was happy that I traded. There's some some different scenarios that mm-hmm. uh, some guys get dished and yeah. uh, they don't know, but I, sure. I, I was pumped about it. I mean, it's just as bad as in NHL or NBA or NFL. Like, you got some people just don't know that they're getting cut or traded. Yeah. So. You have like a Marc Andre Fleury situation there where yeah. you find it on social. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's I wanted to loop well. back to one thing there, but I saw you sitting up in the stands, you started getting all the autographs and stuff. So you're rocking that blue suit there one game. Yeah. Is that the fashion sense there? So. Yeah, yeah, I mixed uh, a couple nice suits in. My, my mom fixed me up nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, make you dress up? Or? Uh, yeah, we, we, I don't know. We, it's just a thing we just do, just dress up for the game. But, uh, Do you remember what? Pick out the suit? Yeah, she'll like my sister and uh, my mom are like, well, my sister goes to school for like fashion design or whatever, okay. so okay. she she so you got your own like personal taste. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She'll I'll just like every Christmas just come with a new suit or like different clothes, so it's nice. Yeah, there you go. It's just luxury life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're already looking like an NHL. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Um, you guys, we wish you the best of luck in your playoffs this year uh we hope that you guys are gonna make it to the Ben cup at least and hopefully win that as well i know the goal is the president cup as well um other than that uh you can like and subscribe on youtube and you can follow along on the water boys podcast on instagram and you can also follow along for local island sports that we're covering on the water boys media account and today actually right before this was shot Grant did live commentating on a rugby game. So look forward to that in the future as well. Full of Grantisms. And don't worry, Justin. <laughs> I'll play him out.